What's up, sports fans, and welcome to an all-new episode of Football Fanatics here on Final Timeout Sports. I am your host, Forbes Crowley, joined, as always, by Fernando Doctors. Here on this 12th episode of Football Fanatics, we're going to be going through our top 10 running backs in the league and our top 10 fantasy running backs. So, start us off, Nando, top 10 running backs in the league. In the league, okay. I'll kind of fly by it. Derrick Henry first, followed by Christian McCaffrey at two, uh, Jonathan Taylor at three, Austin Eckler fourth, Nick Chubb five, Najee Harris six, uh, at seven, Dalvin Cook at eight, I threw in Joe Mixon and Alvin Kamara, and at the tenth spot, DeAndre Swift. Yeah, uh, definitely got some some differences in there. Uh, I've, I've got Derrick Henry in the top spot as well. Um, you know, I think this one kind of goes without saying. Um, put him on any team, he makes them better, like without 100%. a doubt. Um, two seasons ago, 2,000 plus yards, 17 touchdowns. Last season in only eight games, 937 yards and 10 touchdowns. He has 10 plus touchdowns in each of his last four seasons. I mean, the guy's just a machine. He's also turned into more of a three down back as well, which at his size is pretty nuts. So went with him first, just rattling off a couple stats for him. Uh, two went with Jonathan Taylor, really, uh, I'd say his breakout year last year, um, uh, put together, especially the last four to six games kind of went off. Um, three, I went with Nick Chubb, um, you know, really just doing great things. Yeah. I think for, for that Browns offense, I think especially, um, you know, kind of balancing Kareem Hunt in and out, uh, of that offense as well. I think he's just an absolute power guy. Um, you know. I, I definitely jumbled up my, my top running backs in the league a little bit. You know, I think there's a big shakeup. Uh, I went four. I went Dalvin Cook. I know he's, he's had some injuries, but I think this year he's going to be, uh, especially have a breakout year um, with that, you know, wide receiver duo to take some pressure off of the running back game. Uh, you know, think that he'll really have some, some great games, a uh, bunch of 100-plus yards games. Um, number five, I went with Najee Harris. Um, coming off a strong rookie season, uh, might have some help with a, cor- a quarterback who can throw it over 10 yards. Um, so I-, I think he's, and he wants to, you know, carry the ball even more than he did last year. Um, six, I went with Christian McCaffrey. Um, I know that's definitely a hot take. And, you know, I- honestly, like I'm-, I'm a big fan of him. I think he's exciting, an electric player. Uh, the problem is he's played 10 games in the past two seasons um, due to injuries that have been kind of surprising and haven't seemed like they've been, they would have been season-ending injuries or, um, you know, not like he had torn ACL or um, large reconstructive surgery or something like that. You know, it's shoulder or high ankle sprain, stuff that has sidelined him for longer than expected, um, which to me is definitely concerning. Um, then seven, I went with Aaron Jones. Um think he's a great back and he's definitely going to be shouldering more of that offense now in Green Bay. Eight, you know, I went with Alvin Kamara, not a fan of this guy, uh, you know, off the field. He's facing a civil suit for beating a guy uh, as he tried to enter an elevator in a nightclub the night before the Pro Bowl. He was actually arrested from the stadium directly after the Pro Bowl. Um, that being said, he's somehow going to play this season with absolutely no repercussions. Uh, he's got no suspension, nothing. Um, so, you know, if that continues to be the status quo for him, then he's definitely top 10 running back. Um, 
nine, I went with Austin Eckler, you know, really solid back, and ten, Joe Mixon, rounding out. Um, you know, he's just really great uh, addition and um, to that Bengals offense. So, I'd say our, our obviously our biggest difference comes down to Christian McCaffrey. Um, you know, obviously you can't take away anything that he did in um, those two absolutely special seasons in 2018, 2019, you know, rushing for 1,000 plus yards, um, 15 touchdowns in 2019. But um, then the past two seasons, you know, um, three games, 59 attempts, 225 yards, uh, and five touchdowns. And then last year, seven games, uh, 99 rushes, 442 yards and one touchdown, you know, um, definitely just obviously struggling to stay on the field. Um, we've seen that, um, over the years, it's tough. I'd say it's tough to have him be, you know, your go-to guy, your reliable guy with that type of injury history. You know, obviously I think before that he played in every game of the, yeah, he's played in every game, um, of the season, but you know, Carolina's going to have to now go around uh, and work around his potential injuries um, in an offense that doesn't really have the safety and the weapons to, you know, go away from him. So, you know, that's why I, I rated him so low. I hope that he has a breakout season again um, where he kind of bounces back. But, you know, just definitely struggling in the past two years um, with, you know, less yards than, um, you know, either one of his 2018, 2019 seasons put together. So, um, I don't know. What are, what are your thoughts? I have a few thoughts, and I do respect your opinion here. It's tough to put somebody who's played only 10 games over the course of two seasons, I guess, as high as I did. Um, but that being said, I don't need to reiterate, you know, the, the stats that you did provide. Um it's tough though, right? It, it is tough that he's been hurt, but like, let's just take a quick glance at the injuries we're talking. Um, a high ankle sprain back in 2020, followed then by, you know, shoulder sprain. Um, and then, you know, he had some like thigh issue that wasn't anything crazy, but it was December. Panthers stood no chance of making postseason. You're talking about the franchise player. Um, he sits the rest of the four games. Um, and then you're looking last year, September, he had a, a hamstring issue, which, you know, is never, is never easy, right? Because if you're talking about a guy who's explosive as he is, you know, it's really tough to come back from hamstring issues, especially in a game like football. Um, and lastly, I guess in November, he then again with the ankle sprain. So here, it seems like a lot of injuries some obviously, you know, worse than others, you know, the high ankle sprain and the hamstring issue um, compared to obviously like the thigh tightness and so on. But I think a key thing to keep in mind here, Forbes, is A, they do have a massive upgrade at the quarterback position. I think that, yes, Baker Mayfield has shown that at times he can be, you know, bad decision maker just pisses the football away when he can just throw it, you know, out of bounds. You know what I mean? That we've seen. But you know what? I think this is a new environment for him. I think that this team will be better than they have been, and as a result, less of the stress will be on McCaffrey. Also, he's coming into the season 100%. You know, I think it's tough 
for being, yes, he was very significantly injured for the past two seasons, but like I mentioned, nothing was, you know, a season ender, you know, where he missed, you know, six months, six to eight months, like a torn ACL, broken leg, etc. Um, so I think there's optimism because those aren't one of his injuries, and this guy is just phenomenal, you know what I mean? He missed, I think, no time in college, and I think it wasn't until two seasons ago that he missed his first football game. Something like that. Like, we're talking about a guy that went from being insanely durable to now last two seasons, okay, picking up some some varying injuries. But you know what? I, the opportunity will be there. The team definitely needs him if they're going to make any sort of stand, you know, to push, to be in the hunt, to be in the postseason. Um so I got to, I definitely have to have my, my optimism behind him, especially considering the fact that he's been uh, my first pick in fantasy the last two seasons, funny enough. So, you know what they say, third time's definitely the charm. <laughs> so, speaking of which, let's pivot over to our fantasy running back rankings, um, where we can get in a little bit more into teams, which guys are going to get more rushes, more opportunities, stuff like that. Um, I'll kick mine off. Uh same number one as as my list above. I got Derrick Henry in the number one spot. I went Jonathan Taylor in the number two. Najee Harris at three. Christian McCaffrey all the way back at four. Dalvin Cook at five. Austin Eckler at six. Joe Mixon at seven. Uh, Nick Chubb at eight. Aaron Jones at nine. And Alvin Kamara at ten. What about you? Interesting. Um, I also have Derrick Henry at the top spot, followed by Christian McCaffrey, who, you know... <laughs> the the last thing I'll mention on McCaffrey is like this guy put up insane production and even if he's somebody that plays 15 games this season, 14 games, like he's a top 3 running back, 100%. Um so yes, I had him at 2, um Jonathan Taylor at 3, Eckler at 4, Najee at 5, Joe Mixon at 6. Uh, Dalvin Cook at 7. Nick Chubb, unfortunately, at 8. I think that one's super unfortunate. I think he's much better at football than he is in fantasy. Kind of like, you know, like an Aaron Rodgers, uh, Tom Brady situation, if you will. Um, Alvin Kamara at 9, you know, uh, barring any time he misses. But like you said, we wouldn't bank on it. Um, and at the 10th spot, I actually have Javante Williams, which, funny enough, before, when we were talking about this before we even looked at the. Uh, ESPN uh, projections, I saw Javante Williams actually turned out to be the 10th spot, you know, average pick amongst like the ESPN, uh, uh, sorry, um, analysts, excuse me, um, which is kind of humor considering the fact that it's just not proven in the slightest. And I feel like there are a lot of, you know, quality running backs this year. Um, even looking at guys like deep, you know, um, whether that's um, even like a Saquon, you know, who's like coming, I think, around like 16, 18 on the rankings. It's like, that's interesting. It must just have to be a situational thing. And I do see him as like a, as a top 10 pick, like, you know, or sorry, top 10 running back, definitely not pick. Um, I thought that was going to be like a, a hot take low-key but I guess I guess not yeah I guess uh the experts are apparently agreeing with you um you know I think 
It's interesting. I would say, you know, going back briefly to Christian McCaffrey, you mentioned that um, he hadn't missed any time in college or over. It was his first three seasons um, with Carolina, um, especially that, you know, that 2019 season where he had uh, over 2,000 all-purpose yards. But now could it be that, you know, these injuries are starting to catch up to him um, and that his durability is actually an issue um, because someone who has, you know, been so healthy your entire career, if you're starting to have, you know, these consistent injuries, but these consistent small injuries that are keeping you out for a long time, you know, to me, that's definitely concerning. Um, That's why I have him all the way down at four. You know, for me, it's not a concern of whether he'll play 15 games. It's a concern of whether he'll only play, you know, five or six um and if that if you know that's the case then your first round running back that you could have picked you know maybe who knows two years in a row with your number one uh your first round pick suddenly you know shits the bed and you got no one to go with um so that's why i'm so hesitant on him um a guy that i'm super high on is Najee harris i think um he had you know a really great season rookie season last year uh, rushed for 1,200 yards, receiving uh, over 450 yards, um, 10 touchdowns total. So, you know, he's going to be one of the centerpieces of this Pittsburgh offense that's going to try and find, you know, its own identity um, in the quarterback position, whether that's um, Pickett or uh, Mitch Trubisky. So I th- they're going to be relying on him a lot when they might not have, you know, the passing attack that they necessarily want. So he's going to get a lot of touches. He's even said that he want, wants to get more uh, touches than he did last year. Um, had over 300, just over 300 um, carries last year. He says he wants more. Um, you know, a guy who also has never been injured um, in college or uh, in the pros. So obviously that's something to, to keep an eye on. Will, you know, this be the year? But I think he's a good bet. I mean, you know. The, the Derrick Henry, Jonathan Taylor, two guys that I think you absolutely cannot go wrong with. Um, Derrick Henry, I mean, last year through eight games, he had almost 1,000 yards. Um, I mean, that's absolutely insane. Um, he was leading the, the league in rushing like three or four weeks after the fact. So, um, you know, that's the first time that he's really ever had a significant injury. He's played at least uh, f- 15 games. Um and his each of his other seasons so you know i can confidently say that this guy is going to be you know he's going to be putting up numbers and you know you'll be he's a safe i think number one overall pick in ppr as well um i think that the amount of touches he gets um now in third down uh offense as well um is starting to creep up on you know a true three down back um that makes him that you know in my opinion that's why he's ahead of Jonathan Taylor because you know he's definitely better rusher Jonathan Taylor you could argue is more a better three down back but you know Derrick Henry's kind of approaching and inching closer um to catching up there and and becoming that complete back so you know that's my reasoning for the top three and why I've kind of excluded Christian McCaffrey from that top three but um you know Let's talk about, you know, we've definitely spent enough time on Christian McCaffrey. Let's talk about, let's see, a, a guy like, you know, you mentioned Nick Chubb as a guy who um, you think is, you know, better just football player than than fantasy ad. 
um, you know, ex- like, marginally. Yeah, marginally, marginally. You know, I would say also that um, the you know Alvin Kamara doesn't he's requested a trade. It doesn't seem like the team's going to give him one. Um, I don't think that he's going to sit out the season or any games. Um, you know, if he plays this year, he still makes I think it's like four and a half million dollars. Not too bad. Um, so, you know, I think that they'll be, you know, still running back by committee, even though um, Chubb is definitely, you know, the the center back. They still rotate very, you know, frequently and um, and stuff like that. So that's definitely why I see, you know, Nick Chubb falling. Aaron Jones. Where do you have Nick Chubb? Nick Chubb, I, I have him all the way back at eight. Okay, me um, too. Yeah, you know, I think... It's just tough to put him higher uh, than that. Similarly with um, Aaron Jones, um, you know, they also have A.J. Dillon in that backfield. uh, And, you know, they're going to be putting a lot of pressure on that backfield this year with Rodgers having nobody to pass to. Um, So defenses are going to be also putting a lot more pressure and a lot more guys on that backfield because they don't have to worry about a guy on the outside like Devontae Adams. Um, you know, so I think that he's going to just have less production and he's going to have potentially fewer touches. Um, you know, then you look at guy like Joe Mixon, I had him all the way up at seven. Where'd you have him for fantasy? Six. Six. All right. Why'd you have him up there? Why'd I have him up there? Um, well, so I have before him, I have Eckler and Najee who I think are going to be integral parts of their squad. And also, I mean, so will Mixon. And I think that Mixon will thrive in what's just going to be an insane offense. And you know what? I'm not going to I'm not going to like go to go into too much depth as to why I would choose a guy like Mixon over Dalvin Cook cuz I think it's very similar when you think about it. Other than the fact that I would probably rate Joe Burrow higher than Kirk. That being said, I think that both will will have their opportunities to, you know, get get, you know, all these touches game game in game out as well as, you know, find the pylon for at least 10 times this season. Um but I do want to make a comment about um Najee Harris. I think that Najee Harris is going to be lethal um yeah. in fantasy this season. Like there are already comments about you know, him getting, you know, gaining some weight, you know, for the better, um, heading into... Not, his, not Leonard Fournette weight. Yeah, or Eddie Lacy. <laughs> <laughs> um, heading into his second year, and um, he ranked second in the league in carries, and he was a rookie. And, and he wants more now. He wants more carries this year. We're talking he wants more, and he's only... He only trailed Derrick Henry and Alvin Kamara in... Uh, carries and targets, like the combination of the two per game. Like, isn't that insane? And we're talking about him going into his second season. Like, this guy is going to be a bell cow. Like, we're, he's touching the ball at least twice a drive. Yeah. No, I think I, like, I agree. I think I almost, you know, part of me wanted to put Najee Harris higher, but, you know, obviously I don't think you can over Derrick Henry and, and Jonathan Taylor given their seasons last year, but... Yeah, I think that he's going to be an, an absolute force um, when it comes to fantasy, uh, especially if you have him, you know, PPR. He had 74 receptions last year, um, which is pretty nuts for a running back. Um, 
467 yards, three touchdowns uh, on the receiving end, seven rushing. Uh, and I think that with that ideally improved, maybe marginally, but improved offense, that he's going to get more red zone touches potentially. So, you know, I think that he's about to have uh, a breakout sophomore season after a pretty impressive uh, rookie season. Um no doubt. And if I could just make one comment, um, Najee had almost 75% of the Steelers' carries, which was the league-leading percentage, followed by who? My sixth pick, Joe Mixon, uh, coming in at second with 67%. And that's the kind of volume that you can't ignore in fantasy. Yeah. So, you know, they might not be getting those long runs and stuff, but they're getting the chunk yardage every single time that just makes it worth um, the pick. And then, you know, Najee does every once in a while go for, you know, a long run um, on occasion. You know, granted, the only his long run of uh, his past season was 37 yards, long of uh, 25 in the receiving end. So, you know, he does still have um, that opportunity to, to break away. Uh, and I think, yeah, we'll see even more of that this season. Um Mentioned the the Joe Mixon versus Dalvin Cook comparison, which I think is a really interesting one. You know, you look at Joe Mixon, who has rushed for over uh, 1,100 yards uh, in three of the last four seasons. You know, last uh, sorry in 2020, only played six games, uh, and rushed for you know just over 420 yards um, with three touchdowns. But last year was really his big year in terms of. Um, touchdown production scored 13 touchdowns uh, along with 13 receiving touchdowns so 16 total touchdowns uh, on a season where he had 1500 all-purpose yards I mean obviously that's insanely impressive Um, then you know you look at Dalvin Cook who has rushed for over 1100 yards in all three of his last seasons Um, you know only played uh, or only scored six touchdowns uh, last season. Uh, the year before, he had 16 rushing touchdowns, so uh, where he also rushed for 1,500 yards. Um, I think that th- this season's going to be interesting. Um, obviously, he's going to still get that rushing yard, or those rushing, uh, those carries and everything. You know, um, he has had 250 carries, 312, 250, so, you know, he's going to be getting... Uh, at least 250 carries this upcoming season, I'd say, um, and an offense where, yeah, he's also the feature back. Um, I do think, you know, I, I go back and forth between choosing uh, Joe Mixon and Dalvin Cook in this situation. I think I go um, Joe Mixon. You know, granted, he's never played a full 16-game season, which um, is something to pay attention to, but he's ever, he's also, you know, never had a significant injury like that since uh, I believe it was college. So, um, you know, he's missed last year's four games, year before his two, year before his two. So he's missing maybe a couple games each season, but nothing that's really cause for concern. And he's still putting up the numbers of a, a, an RB1 um, with those games missing. So I go with Dalvin Cook um, in this uh, in this year's rankings, but you know, I can see why it flip flops. Um, I see he, Austin Eckler, um, and Joe Mixon being very similar backs, um, with 
you know, a whole lot of upside on guys who haven't necessarily been, especially Joe Mixon and Austin Eckler, um, necessarily the big fantasy guys in recent years or the big names that we've talked about. Um, but no, totally. I think that um, the Joe Mixon Dalvin Cook conversation is an interesting one because I would almost, I would definitely say that um, I admire Dalvin Cook's running ability more more than I do of um, Joe Mixon's, but it just seems like he continues to overperform. And yeah, we're talking in an offense that he was in last year that was, what, I think it was like seventh, seventh best offense that can only get better. You're talking about, you know, with the young receiving, sorry, the young offensive guys, Joe Burrow, Jamar Chase, etc. Um, and Dalvin Cook does also have, you know, some injury concern to him. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. He does have that, you know, beaten shoulder um, issue that that you can't, you can't forget. But you know what? It is going to be um, an upgrade with, you know, Kevin O'Connell um, leading the way, you know, an exciting offense for the Vikings. I mean, this could be a, they could make a little playoff run here if all goes well. Yeah, it'll definitely be exciting. Um think that, yeah, there's definitely a lot of good uh, running backs you can go with. Um, two, I'd say, you know, sleepers. Maybe one one isn't necessarily a sleeper, but um, J.K. Dobbins, you know, coming off of um, missing the entire 2021 campaign. Um, I think that he's still a good value add. Um, you know, he's coming off of his, his 2020 season, played in 15 games, rushed for over 800 yards. Um and had nine touchdowns, you know, I think that he's going to really be a big weight off of Lamar Jackson's shoulders this year. They're going to lean on him a lot to establish a running game that isn't just Lamar. Um, so I think that he's still a good ad, maybe, you know, an RB2 uh, flex type of guy. Um, and then, you know, another guy that you know, people might get mad at me for, for saying this one, but I go with, with Brees Hall. Um, running back for uh, for New York, um, you know, coming out of um, Iowa State, who's great running back there, um, and he's going to be in a backfield where there really isn't anyone else. You know, they have Michael Carter and and Tevin Coleman. Tevin Coleman's definitely just kind of the the um, the third down back, and Michael Carter, you know, he had an all right season last year, but um, definitely they want more out of him, so. Uh, Brees Hall is going to be that RB1, and I think it's going to be, especially with Zach Wilson potentially missing two to four weeks, you know, they're going to be leaning on that running back game heavy. So I think those are two guys to to maybe keep your eye on. Um, Nando, any any last thoughts? No, I, I would go as far as say the uh, running back on the other New York team um, has the, you know, potential to, you know, sneak back in the top ten, you know, a guy, Saquon Barkley. Um you know, a few years ago, people would be like, all right, obviously. Um, but you know what? You know, he's he's dealt um, with some injury stuff, you know. Not easy coming back from uh, knee surgery. But you know what? I think that um, with this better New York Giants offense, you know, I definitely don't rate Daniel Jones. But I think that um, as far as the tools that he's got to his disposal, you know, this team could definitely win more games this season. Not seven, but... <laughs> but definitely more than four or so. Um, and I think that'll definitely be, you know, be because of him. 
Um, so I, w- I would bet that he's a he's a good little sleeper option, you know, that's in the top 20, obviously, but could definitely find himself in the top 10. Yeah, I think that's fair. I think, uh, you know, um, I've seen some, some articles talking about Saquon versus Cam Akers um, from the Rams. I think those are two similar guys. Both have had significant knee injuries, significant injury problems, um, but both have also been able to, you know, produce. And, I mean, Saquon especially. I mean, that rookie season of his was absolutely insane. I mean, we thought that he was going to be the future, 2018, 2019, rushing for over a thousand yards um each you know thought that he was going to be that guy and he since has not been uh only playing in 15 games in the last two seasons so yeah we'll see if he can he can make a uh, a jump back into you know top 15 top 10 running back i think the giants are definitely expecting that from him it might be a uh, a make or break year for him but um that's our uh that's our list for your fantasy football running back advice and uh We'll see you next week. We're looking at some tight ends and some wide receivers.